0: A lot of interest yesterday in the Liberal government's fiscal update, especially around what the government was going to do to try and deal with the affordable housing crisis. Well, the housing crisis in general, but in specifics, uh, the affordable housing crisis. Now, we know there is a big housing crisis in our country. We've talked about it a million times. Every level of government engaged in trying to solve it. So here's what the federal government announced they would do in yesterday's uh, economic statement. A billion dollars into affordable housing fund, Okay? Increasingly. And I'm not sure exactly how that's supposed to work. I know there's a repurposing some buildings and stuff like that, but $15 billion more for a plan that already had $25 billion in it. Basically, it's a low-cost financing plan for construction of rental units in the country. That's sort of what it was focused on, essentially a loan program for construction. Um But there are some questions about the timing on this and how long it might take for that money to actually work its way through the system. So let's find out if they managed to deal with anything that they... Set out to do. We're going to have a conversation now with uh, Shaman Qureshi, President and CEO of Hope Street. Shaman, thanks so much for joining us. Appreciate your time today. Thank you, Shay. Okay. So overall, what do you think? This update from the government that we heard yesterday focused primarily around housing. There was other things, but a lot of talk about housing. Did it help? Did they, did they hit the target with this one yesterday?
1: Well, it's going to take some time for us to figure it out for sure, but um, the initial reaction seemed positive. Certainly there's some carrots that are coming out to developers and landlords, um, but there's a few sticks as well that come in the form of regulations, and I guess we just kind of have to wait and see how it all pans out and whether their attempt uh, has an official impact on
0: things. Isn't that part of the problem here? I mean, we're talking about a housing crisis, and we have been for months now, which you would think would need some sort of immediate remedies. This doesn't even kick in until 2025. Like, there's a big, big lag here, isn't there? Yeah,
1: exactly. Um, They've made the announcement that the funding won't be released until at least 2024. Yeah. um, And it could be as much as 2025. And so when you think about it, we have construction capacity kind of issues in our province right now, Mm -hmm. and it's not uncommon for a developer to go in and out of city hall for two, three, even four years just to get to the point where they can put a shovel in the ground. So definitely help is coming, but if we do the math, you know, it might be the year 2030 before we actually see some of the high rises that are coming online uh, based on these announcements. And that's a concern because, um, we know that there's folks out there that are probably listening right now who can be 14 days or less away from homelessness or who've maybe been issued an eviction yeah. notice. Um, and those folks can't afford to wait. You know, it just, it takes a lot of money right up front to be able to solve a lot of the problems that have been caused by these rising inflation and there's interest and, and um, supply concerns around housing and, um, one of the things we've heard from from the landlord community is that this is a good step, and we're optimistic. But it's it's so far out that um, there is indeed a concern of what we're going to do in the interim.
0: When we take a look at it, you mentioned, and it's such a good point uh, when we're talking about the crunch and the fact that we're having a long lead out to try and get anything built here. The part of the problem is even if this money is available. We, we've got a labor shortage. Uh, there, there are other things that are in place when it comes to getting these units built. It's not just money, right? Are there projects that could be built uh, quicker if some of those other problems were alleviated? I don't know how you alleviate them, but it's not just the money, right?
1: Yeah. Um, one of the most important and um, significant sort of pieces of feedback that, that we get um, through our rental association here in Calgary is that the headaches that come along with red tape and and permits and all of that stuff are uh frustrating and very very slow so there has been some discussion around trying to speed that up and at one point uh justin trudeau made an announcement that said we're going to fund uh, affordable and social housing uh, but only if the municipalities come to the table and and try and speed up the process Um, And I think that's a very good um, it's a very good step on the part of the feds. Um, Again, it just it it can drive developers crazy. They hire lawyers, consultants, engineers, building people. And still, they just they can't get a permit and they can't get the approvals that they need quick
0: enough. So, I mean, that we hear that so often. Are, are we making any progress on that front? I know, like you say, there's sort of some of the money is being tied to loosening up on those regulations. Is that starting to, that log jam starting to break? Because we've heard about it for years.
1: Well, um, again, it kind of remains to be seen because there are indeed certain programs like the ACLP in place right now. And that's where the government is very, very generous with lending money to folks who agree to construct high rises. Um, but, um, a lot of these new programs have been announced, but all the details and the sort of, uh, mechanics of, of exactly what one has to go through to yeah. qualify, um, are, are unknown to us. Um, but in layman's terms, it, it does indeed look very promising from a funding level, um, It almost seems like um, there's a potential for a landlord to um, go down and and construct a high rise, which would be rented out, without the requirement of a down payment. So if you think about it, this is like going to buy a house with with no money down. It's unheard of. Um, Similarly, they've announced that... um, the interest rates and some of the terms that come along with these loans will be very attractive. Um, And In other words, that means that these folks are going to be paying half of the interest rate that the rest of us pay
0: on our houses. The other thing that was in this fiscal update is some talk about cracking down on short-term rentals, Airbnb, VRBO, that sort of thing. How big of a factor is that in the shortage in rental accommodations in Alberta? Is that something that's really causing a lot of trouble?
1: Yeah, well, there's definitely carrots and sticks in the announcement, and one of the sticks that came in the way of regulations was cracking down on Airbnb-type rentals for sure. Um, That being said, uh, we haven't seen a huge um, component of uh, landlords sort of going that route in Alberta. Um, Certainly, if if someone has a one-bedroom condo that they're renting out, say, in the Ice District in Edmonton or maybe East Village in Calgary, um, you know, these guys can or these folks can rent out a property for three or four hundred bucks a night, and on first glance, it seems really profitable. but um, we find that a huge, huge percentage of those um, investor types very quickly realize that the amount of work that goes into it kind of um, nullifies the increased revenue or the increased money that they can charge. And a lot of them don't last. I'd say probably half of the folks that try it. Only do it for a few months because, you know, there's huge costs that go into keeping um, um, a property in a state that's sort of like a hotel Um, staging, cleaning, you're going to need fresh furniture um, if you want to be competitive. And those costs add up very quickly, uh, particularly when you compare them maybe to a big hotel chain that has economies of scale. So we haven't seen a lot of it uh, in Alberta, and I, I kind of wonder if it's going to have a significant impact here. Um, certainly we hear of um, cities like Vancouver and Toronto where mm-hmm. it's probably more of a concern.
0: What, uh, what, would, what would have been really beneficial to hear from the government yesterday? Are there things they can do? Yeah, I would have liked to have seen more rental relief. You
1: know, there's folks that just can't afford to wait for these government wheels to turn. Um, About a decade ago, the Alberta government took a look around and saw that the rental market was in a relatively similar kind of state to where it's at now. Um, And they they funded a program called the Homelessness and Eviction Prevention Mm -hmm. Fund. And basically anyone that had an eviction notice and a lease document and and certain other... um, Requirements could go to a government office, and within a few days, um, the money would would be issued directly to the landlord's bank account, or maybe a check would come in the mail. Um, and we're not really seeing anything like that right now, but that's definitely definitely something that's desperately needed because. It provides immediacy to the uh, issue, and a lot of these problems aren't going to be fixed nope. anytime soon, if you point out.
0: So, Yeah, I think that's part uh, one of the biggest criticisms we're hearing from people right now is the fact that the timeline just doesn't seem to um, recognize the fact that there's some pretty urgent issues right now. So, um, Shaman, thanks so much for being here. I really appreciate your time today.